you have a track record of singing happy birthday to people. Yeah, I do. I don't know if you realize it, but Mrs. Barbara Broccoli's birthday was very recent. Are you going to sing happy birthday to her? Uh, you know, I don't have what they would call the best voice, so let's not get blocked by any more people on Twitter. I admire your luck, Mr. Oh, you must excuse our job, Mr. Bond. He's an admirable manservant, but mute. He's not a very good caddy. Welcome to Bonding Over English Muffins. I guess some of us are eating English muffins. How's it going, Scott? I'm well, man. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm glad we're able to meet so soon. So for everyone, welcome. This is officially our 17th Odd Job. Uh, again, an Odd Job is a short podcast with a singular purpose. Today's purpose, bonding over coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So both of us were texting. We're, again, trying to get back into the flow of things. Hopefully, everybody's gotten a chance to listen to our last For Your Eyes Only podcast, which was a conversation about From Russia With Love that was released last, or for you would be two Thursdays ago. For us, we're recording on the 22nd, so we're trying to get in the, just in the the rhyme the of things. Flow. But anyway, Scott... Scott and I were texting. We're like, hey, we both have um, late Thursdays. Why don't we turn on the mic while we're having some coffee and have a conversation? So, Sounds this lovely. Is having a conversation. It's not going to be the most streamlined podcast, maybe. Doubtful. But it's just a chance for you to bond with us. Yeah. And uh, maybe pour yourself a cup of coffee and listen along. Lots of stuff going on in Bond World. There is. It's been a very busy... A uh, few weeks. Hopefully, um, our followers have been active on Twitter. There's been a lot of um, releases, either from you know the official 007 or other sites, catching up on um, different events going on. So, for example, there's been a, a number of birthdays um, on the 18th. Uh, Barbara Broccoli and Sir Paul McCartney celebrated a birthday. Mm-hmm. On the 20th, uh, Louis Jordan. Bonding over birthdays here, telling you. Yeah, all bonding the birthdays, over uh, birthdays. Had a birthday, and then on the twenty-first, I credit this gentleman, a one Terrence Young. Um, I said the visionary of the film Bond. If you had to thank one person um, or give credit to someone on what the film Bond felt like, mm-hmm. it would be, I think, Terrence Young. Obviously, there's a number of people that are involved in that vision on what it looked like, um, you know, the producers, the writers at the time, yeah. Sean Connery. But if someone whose idea of fashion and whose vision, like what this is going to look like, mm-hmm. um, Terrence Young, when making Dr. No, um, I think had a huge influence on some things that are still done to this day yep. on the film series. How to walk, talk, and be James Bond. I think Absolutely. most people would say it is Terrence Young. Or was absolutely. Terrence Young. Yep. Then we had uh, a, a passing, a few passings, uh, unfortunately. Can I so do sad. one more birthday? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The birth of my daughter. Is that really a? I guess by definition, it's it a is birth the date. Birthday. So. Yeah, it is the day of birth. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Scott. Thank you. 
adding a trying to even out the odds there a little bit for Heather, adding another lady to the house. Yep. 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 So now it's only uh three to two. Mm-hmm. Although Heather probably gets a few more votes than you do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So how's that like? How's uh have you noticed any differences just in these this first week or so of having a daughter versus two boys? Is she, is he is she sleeping better? Oh yeah, she's she's so far a much easier baby to deal with. So we'll see. I'm sure she's just, you know, uh yeah, she'll she'll pay, she'll make up for it down the road in, in the teenage years. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll make up for the easy easy sleeping right now. Are you nervous at all realizing that literally any small thing that you do subconsciously at any point can be the teetering factor between raising an outstanding citizen and a stripper? That's <laughs> this is all on you. No pressure. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible. Co- <laughs> I'm sure she'll be fine. I'm sure she will. Mostly because of Heather. Let's just, even, let's just 20 just years early, give all credit now. to Heather. Call it as long as she's nice, that's all. Just be nice and be kind. Live by the golden rule. That's all I ask. So how are, how are the how are the boys dealing with uh, having a new sister in the house? I think they love they love it, and it's 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 new for but or new for them. I think the only thing they they still refer to her as him. They don't understand that there's this other uh, that she that she is a female. I don't think they've grasp that yet so that that's always funny stories of young children on just like gender yeah. itself or like you know all be- whatever you are you probably assume like all babies look like mm-hmm. you like you know luke and ty are like yeah they both have penises like me and they just they're us they're just like us mm-hmm. but, so yeah that's always interesting but uh we we named her eve which i got a chuckle on because i I didn't. It didn't dawn on me until on the way to the hospital, and I think you pointed it out. Like the fourth quarter, like yes. a minute left in the fourth yeah. quarter, I'm sending you a text. Yeah. I'm like, hey, nice Bond name, nice. and you're like, oh, I didn't even think I about, didn't that. Think about like, that. I Jesus, I kept, Scott. I kept pushing. I kept pushing for Vesper, and she wouldn't. She wouldn't uh, accept it because we we already had our boy's name picked out, and mm-hmm. I know you hated it. It was going to be Ian, and I know you don't. You're not a fan of the of the name Ian. Rest in peace, Ian Fleming. Yeah, but so when we got our girl's name, we we struggled for a long time, and and thank you for all the all the suggestions that you uh, you and your main girl Friday came up with. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Ian Danger Obermiller. Yes, I was going to name my son Ian Danger Obermiller, so he could say Danger is my middle name, and be completely true about it. <laughs> Win so many bar bets that way. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have a fourth someday. Not who knows? Not likely. Or you got a great name set up for you. Set up for you one day, you know, when you're ready. My future son, yeah, yeah, I can steal that. Ian Danger Leon. There you go. All right. Uh, so, other Bond news um, going on. We had, uh, like I was saying, unfortunately, a few passings mm-hmm. um, recently. Obviously, Sir Roger Moore, and we talked about that um, in a recent podcast. Um, also, Molly Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, we, as Bond fans, uh, you would know her as the nurse in Thunderball. Thunderball. Uh, she passed away um, toward the end and then and the end of May. Um, we also had the passing of Chris Cornell happened mm-hmm. earlier last month. Uh, that was for Bond fans. You may know him as the singer for the theme song of Casino Royale. I love that song. Um, for anybody who was uh, self-conscious and aware in the 90s, you would more likely know him as one of the lead voices of just music Mm -hmm. in the 1990s along with um, arguably you would say Kurt Cobain, um, Pearl Jam, um, 
and I mean the, those three guys together, mm-hmm. um, Eddie Vedder uh, from Pearl Jam, excuse me, um, you know, kind of created what the 90s were and set that tone kind of away from big hair and into grunge and just lyrics that meant something. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, obviously that was kind of impactful for a whole generation of people. Especially guys um, our, our generation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that's that was a, a big deal and um, not the best circumstances. You know, obviously if anyone is feeling depressed or sad or needs any help that's a very serious thing so you know if you know someone who is going through a tough time um, be there for them remind them that they're loved and cared for and um, try to get them help if they need it good stuff that's our PSA for the day the more you know Um, yep absolutely and last but not least the passing of Adam West Mm -hmm. Um, I saw a documentary when he passed on HBO. They re-aired a documentary they had about him. And it was interesting. His manager kept referring to... Um, they made a lot of comparisons of Adam West and Roger Moore. Um, really? I guess they came they came up in the... Um, I, I don't want to say the Hollywood system because obviously um, Roger was English. But still, you know, they came up in television, I would say, with The Saint um, and Batman... Um, at similar times, so the fame in the 60s, um, but then, you know, obviously Roger Moore took off with James Bond and Adam West kind of struggled to get work after the Batman series was canceled as he was identified um, a lot as Batman, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, you know, Roger Moore can compare with being identified as James Bond um, for a number of years after after that, but just seems like what a very cheerful cheerful guy i wasn't really aware of his uh struggles that he had in the 70s and how far away he got he had, he moved to like the midwest he had a little house in the middle of nowhere just to get away from Everybody. california yeah um and and raise his kids and he seemed like a pretty pretty funny guy yeah yeah i, the, I didn't know much about him other than batman and um right family guy the stuff that he does i think it was the mayor family guy i haven't watched that in a yeah while. he did a lot of voice work i didn't realize how much voice work he had actually done yeah um and it, it kind of like a second career for him that i tell you what that is the the people the names you see especially in kids movies because they're all animated you know the voice work mm-hmm. is amazing there's a, some some folks uh a couple guys come to mind uh that are just like in everything right what a gig yeah you, you literally do it well. you could literally probably do it in something like this you know Wearing the clothes you woke up and having coffee and let me go yeah. let me go bang out a fifteen million dollar movie right here real quick. Absolutely, stroll into the studio, do some work. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely have memories. Did you watch the the Batman show when you were younger? Mm-hmm. I remember coming home from kindergarten every day and watching it. It, it. it was on as soon as I got off of the bus. It worked out perfectly. I would watch two episodes and then uh, do other stuff. You're you're talking the uh, the old one, right? With he, the TV he, series, he yeah. With Adam he West, didn't do any, he didn't do. Yeah, I know that, I, but he didn't do any of the voice work of the animated shows or anything like that, right? It was only... he did the voice. There, there was, uh, I think, a short. He did do some voice work for that. There was, uh, I don't think it was Super Friends, but there was a short animated part that he did do some voice work as yeah. um, Batman. The, re- the, the reason I asked that because when you talked about coming home from school, that was more when I came home from school and watched. 
cartoons or whatever. It was more of the Batman animated series at that point. I watched more of the Batman show with Adam West and the you know the um, the real life show on like Nick at Night or stuff like that. Okay, is where I, okay. is more of my exposure was. My dad watched a lot of that stuff, so we yeah we sit down and watch that. Okay, cool. So in non Twitter bond news. Um, with the passing of Sir Roger Moore, UNICEF had a fundraiser, and oh, yeah. I had to work on on that Wednesday. Uh, but you were able to attend in a local Jacksonville yeah. theater, the showing the double header of uh, what is it, The Spy Who Loved Me and For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, it was. Yeah, how was that? It was friggin' awesome, and just like there weren't a ton of people. There were probably about fifteen, twenty people in the theater, uh-huh. but it was really just. I'm like, holy crap. You know, the last time this has been, I I was just trying to like picture what the world was like when the last time this was seen in the movies, in the movie theater. Right. And it was great, you know, because the place sold alcohol. So I'm sitting there drinking. I had a stealth, you know, I was just drinking a beer, you know, I'm just Mm -hmm. sitting there eating my popcorn and and flatbread pizza. It was just such such a great experience. I'm really glad they did it. It also made me just wonder, like, why don't they do this more often? You know, why do we have to wait for the passing of someone to celebrate these great movies? You know, you want to get your, well, some, you get your fans. Some theaters do. Do they? Because, I mean, I would I would love to go back and watch, you know, like see GoldenEye in the theater again, you know, or see some of the old Connery movies. Yeah, yeah the uh, one of the theaters by us, every Sunday they play a classic film. Um, I think they've done one Bond film in, like, the two years that I've been um, in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know in Baltimore... Every, I think, spring, they have an outdoor movie series. And last year, they did do From Russia With Love. Yeah. So it's kind of different. It's not like the big screen, but it's still, they do a, it's, they shut down a city block and they project um, a film on the, on the large screen. They're probably getting sued now because of that. You just told them that. That's probably improper use of a, of a film to the public. Yeah. I mean, but who wants to sue the city of Baltimore? <laughs> No, I, I I guess that's just the biggest hiccup. I guess is the uh, all the licensing and stuff that goes with it nowadays. And yeah, I just so cool though. It was such a great experience. I forgot, I didn't forget, but it was the Spy Who Loved Me is such a great film. Yeah, it definitely is. We have it ranked pretty high. Yeah, us. and I'll tell you what. One of the things I would not recommend them doing again is to be sitting in a movie theater watching a double header and to be on this high. This great high of The Spy Who Loved Me to follow it with For Your Eyes Only. Not to say For Your Eyes Only is a bad film, but they mm-hmm. are dramatically different films in terms, in, for my palette of films. Uh, yes. They're just totally d- different. So you're on this crazy high of fantasy and underwater and Jaws. Big sets. Big sets, and... funny one-liners. And then you go to this dramatic, no gadgets, climbing up a mountainside. BB doll, uh, Cristados, uh, Four Your Eyes Only. It was just a dramatic difference, and I was uh, that. Did watching Four Your Eyes on the big screen? Did it make it a better experience? Did your opinion change about the film at all? No, I mean I was still, I was still happy. Uh, I still enjoyed both films. It, they were just dramatically different style of films. Right, that, and that, that was the big noticeable effect. I, I still thought they were both good. You know, I was just trying to think like, how would have I done it differently? Would I have done I think, Live and Let Die, and then well, that the I, I wondered. 
I wondered, obviously, I think both of those films, I think, are his two more, more popular uh-huh. uh, choices. Um, but I was wondering that pairing, you know, obviously... Or Octopussy. Uh, For Your Eyes Only is a response to... Uh, Moonraker. Moonraker, which was a response of, we have to be bigger than The Spy Who Loved Me. Mm-hmm. So they're rising, and then it's a response to, let's get back to basics. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about that, like, For Your Eyes Only... Octopussy would have been a good, like a more sensible pairing well, of you, with four your, for, uh, uh, the spy who loved me and Octopussy would have been a good pairing. I mean, I mean, for your eyes and then followed by Octopussy. Okay, because uh, they're kind of in the same like in your building realm. Uh, see, I would think Octopussy a little more fantasy. So I yeah, but you're building up. Yeah, you're, you're you know it's you're starting in the very realistic place and then you're building up a little bit. Yeah, um, the man with the golden gun and. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me, I thought that to be would have been a phenomenal doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost done For Your Eyes Only. I know that this may be sacrilegious, but I would have almost done For Your Eyes Only first and then The Spy Who Loved Me. Build, build up. But then you're going against right. the chronological of the of the, the, the franchise. Yeah. Chronology. It was great. Anyways, at the end of the day, I, I was just, man, how awesome would it be in the years between Bond releases to be able to go see a film? Yeah. And I mean, even outside of the Bond world, why aren't we re-releasing some of these great films? You know, the the movie industry is hurting and the theater industry is hurting to some extent. Get us back in there to watch things we you know we like. You don't always have to mm-hmm. re, re, reproduce it. Just show us it again right. at yeah. a reasonable price. That's, that's one of the like fantasy businesses when people are like, oh, if you can open a fantasy business, although I don't think it's um, a viable business, mm-hmm. is opening a theater and doing like festivals like that are showing old films um on weekends you know you open up at 10 a.m you show a kid's film Mm -hmm. so parents can come out with their kids you know in the afternoon you show like some type of teenager film so like teenagers can come out and hang out and then you know you end with something that you know like for date night something adults would enjoy but like an older classic putting it up yeah you know on the big screen so people can enjoy or just nostalgic you know kind of things i think that would be you know rather interesting especially in an era where like blockbuster is dead yeah you know and i'm i'm the old curmudgeon i always complain i understand like it's not a viable thing in the 21st century but i liked you know on a friday night i'm sure we've talked about this in the podcast because mm-hmm. i just complain about this all the time <laughs> but you know you walk around and a blockbuster and you're like oh what do we want to see and you go down the up and down the aisles of the old films and you're like oh man this is you know this movie's hilarious yeah. let's watch this it's great versus just like you're endlessly on netflix just like oh what could i possibly watch yeah, yeah. you know it's or you just ask the guy in the counter and you're like hey what's good movie of the week what's good Name it. yeah okay i'm gonna watch this give me your you sales know? pitch the same thing like you're in there with a group of friends sell right. sell me on this movie why should we get this movie we only have time for or like how many times do you remember being in a blockbuster where you're like you're not sure what to buy and then someone else is there and they're saying like movie x like this was so hilarious but like oh really was that that's the movie i'm watching yeah done you know, you lose out on that, and, the, and you're sitting on your own couch. Like no one, no random person's gonna pop up and be like, "Hey, man, this movie was hilarious. Yeah. You should watch it. It was a great film. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta trust like, what the. the uh, doing in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta trust the algorithm that they use to tell you that 97 percent you will like this film based on your previous right. selections. I didn't like that one selection. So are you factoring that into the 97 percent? Because I really didn't like Ex- that one. Exactly. I only watched 30 seconds of that one. So. Speaking of Roger Moore, for our listeners that maybe don't follow us on Twitter, unfortunately, we have some personal sad news. Mm-hmm. 
the estate of Roger Moore has decided to block us from Twitter. I, I, I wholeheartedly blame you. It's got to be. I wholeheartedly accept responsibility <laughs> for for that. 100%. That's, that's on me. I scrolled through every single one of our tweets to see, like, when I did at Sir Roger Moore that would have appeared in his timeline. Um, and, and the nearly thousand tweets that we've had, there's only one in which I was like, okay, like I was, this is a critique Mm -hmm. of the other times when we were doing the reviews, we did, I I did say, you know, reviewing at Sir Roger Moore's, uh, live and let die. Um, and then listening to some of the podcast, I take wholehearted responsibility for being the critic, Mm -hmm. which I always thought you countered, which is a good partnership. Um, and then as we went on, I thought we, Love. why we, I mean me, you know, kind of Smoothed took a mature out. adult taking a step back and putting everything in context um, and kind of softened up. I mean, even the most recent Four Your Eyes we did with Octopus, where I said, I'm taking a stand on defending Roger Moore. Yeah. And this podcast. So, I, yeah, I don't know. That was, I, I would agree. I I would say. So I, I'm I'm not. A hundred percent on what was the the line in the sand yeah. that either I said or we said or we did as a podcast. Um, we were never blocked when he was alive. I never in my wildest dreams imagined that Roger Moore listened to, thought of us, knew we were on the radar. You know, this is not something where I thought he was definitely actively aware of who we even were yeah so it's astonishing to me um although kind of cool in some sense that somebody at some point clicked on possibly the wrong podcast and was like (laughs) nope (laughs) how dare you speak about my father like this i mean maybe i mean that's it's block yeah yeah i mean it's interesting it's like i wonder what recourse we have to be like hey uh i know you've don't really need to take any time out but can you explain why we were blocked just for my own understanding and what we could do to maybe we just have a you know misunderstanding here please keep listening if by chance you listened or maybe by chance you fat fingered the block button i don't know but probably not probably not probably not but um yeah the crazy thing and i've said this and maybe we'll see now after this is released um that we're blocked is our personal accounts mm-hmm we're not blocked. So just the podcast. Yeah, they should, but not, they should have just blocked you and not the podcast. They should have blocked me. Right, not the podcast. Should have blocked this guy. Unless our logic is completely off base and we got blocked for some other reason. And that we have no possible idea what for? of knowing what it is. Yeah. But Pierce Brosnan hasn't blocked us. Yet. <laughs> That's the bond of my childhood. So yeah, I think that would be devastating if if Pierce blocked us. Because that would it mean hurt. that Pierce it, it listened. Hurts. It hurts. I mean, it does. <laughs> and it, decided it does, to block. It does hurt, you know, because you're just left wondering why. It did. It did sting, uh, especially because we had, you know, we had just released our kind of um, memorial podcast where we tried very soon after the news of his passing to put into words our thoughts and our feelings. Yeah. Um, we had just done recently um, the Four Your Eyes for Octopussy. Which I thought was done very well. I really liked that episode w- that we did. That Went on a defense mm-hmm. of, I'm a f- actually a fan of two-thirds of that movie. A, a huge fan. 
of two thirds of that movie. Um, and I would admit that in our podcast, and this is something I wanted to reanalyze, you know, I, we do attribute, um, I think, especially in his era, going back to the reviews, a lot of the things that, that I felt were done incorrectly to him, mm. which is not correct because he, all he did was show up on set and try to be a professional and portray, um, you know, the, the role as best as he could. You know, he didn't wake up one day and said, hey, you know what would look great in Octopussy? Uh, this red shirt for a majority of the film. For like a good third of the film, this wardrobe, get it done. That's right. No, someone else did that. Yeah. And he was a professional. And he said, hey, this is the fucking shirt I'm How wearing. How do we top then. this red shirt? Put him in a clown outfit. Put him in a clown outfit. That'll do Boom. it. Boom. You know, so, and unfortunately, uh, to whoever decided to do this defense, if you listen to us in the Brosnan era, we are very much like... Pierce is a god, and everyone around him fucked up. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the Roger Moore era, we're like this guy in a fucking clown suit. It's, it was it wasn't his choice, you know. And I will admit, and I I said it on Twitter. I take full responsibility. I'm probably to blame here. Uh, so on behalf of the podcast, I do apologize for my ignorance for being a fan podcast and uh, saying dumb fan things. And if, you know, I appreciate you saying that. If that was actually the case, but if someone from the estate of Sir Roger Moore takes the time and could shoot us an email at bondingoverbond at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Let us know how we can do better. Absolutely. We can't grow unless we know. That's right. Um, So just real quick, other news. I have to send you a poster. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we we did tweet about this. So just 100% accident, pure randomness. Um, I was walking down the street. There's an antique bookstore by where we live. And in the window was a poster for Thunderbolt. And I sent you a text, and I was like, how much do you think we should pay for this? And I contacted the bookstore, went in. We got a deal for it. The owner was very honest, and he said, I don't know anything about posters. I deal with books. I don't know if this is a real or a reproduction, but they were a very unique size. It said, made in England, purchased. Uh, So Scott and I are the proud owners of movie posters for Thunderbolt and Goldfinger. And upon research, we do believe that we may have in our possession genuine 1965 and 1964, or 1963, excuse me, for the British release of Goldfinger uh, movie posters. Score. So, I know. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. It looks sweet regardless. So I, I'm... It, would go, it would go well with my um, uh, Tiffany signed picture that you have your possession of. Do I have it? Oh, I do. Yeah, you. I have you both do. of them. Yeah, I just looked over at the bar. They're sitting on the bar. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to, when we talk about shipping, we'll have to figure that out too. We'll get that down to you. I'm sh- I'm sure I can pick that up next time I visit you. Okay. Now, you don't have to ship a uh, eight by ten frame. It's signed though. Got insured. It is. It is signed. But no, that was cool. That was that was a fun experience. I I wish I would have been able to go into this store with you and and done that. But that was really cool to hear everything and i'm glad we got them whether yeah. like i said earlier whether or not they're real first runs uh, they're still really sharp and i'm i'm glad we have them yeah absolutely absolutely so the other big thing we need to talk about since we're here bonding is let's update everybody on our website this mysterious website that probably nobody that follows us thinks exists at this point point it's probably a, a fake farce yeah, we should almost keep it that way. 
No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, um, I was fiddling with it a little bit last night, and I think there's about six things left to do on the site before we can go live with it. Okay. So I don't know how much you want to delve into that list. Yeah, let's update our let's update our listeners. What are the six things that we need to do? Uh, let's see. Experiment with. Uh, no, that one's that's one we actually talked about. How we want to present the the running rankings table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, update the complete running rankings page. Currently, we only have your running rankings in there, so I got to put mine in there. That's, okay. that's real easy. And then update or add a. Uh, let's see. I don't know what this note says. I need to look at it again. Yeah, that's vital. That's uh, important here. Uh, most of this is as administrative stuff, so I don't know how much you want to okay. <laughs> include this All in right. the podcast. So, so we're close. I'm I gonna, think that's I'm the gonna, big thing. I'm going to finish the list and let you cut it out. How's that? Yeah. Okay. No, that let, we'll, we'll, do, we'll just have that conversation we'll do it off, offline. off air. But I think the big point here for our listeners is there's actual website. Yes. We are actually working on it, and we are actually close. So the the biggest thing is just um, kind of rinse and repeat. So for we have the our listeners, yeah, the we have the structure. The website We've is the kind of a web version of our podcast. So a HTML existence of what we do here. So uh, there's a commentary on every movie, uh, kind of laid out like our reviews are, and then as we do a for your eyes on that film, more content gets added to that page further intel. and kind of like Scott and I's thoughts and ideas. So it's really a website built around the idea of bonding over bond. So a place bond fans can come And Our real goal and dream and hope for this site is that in true bonding fashion, uh, fans are able to uh, put written ideas, blog posts, thoughts. So that really is not just Scott and I's vision, but a community of bond fans, a place where they can go and, um, get unique perspectives from other fans around the world on James Bond and, and have a bunch of contributors to the site as well. We'll get there. Eventually. Slow and One steady. Day. Slow and steady. We got the slow down. Just need the steady yes. part. That is true. Okay. Sounds good. So not nice chat. next week. Yeah, it was. It was nice chatting with you. So let's bring this home, right? Yep. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Trying to find someone okay. So not next week, uh, which would be the first Thursday, but since we're releasing this podcast at the end of the month, we'll take a week off, and then you'll get the opportunity to hear For Your Eyes only GoldenEye, which I know Scott and I are pretty excited to record as GoldenEye is the first Bond film we got to see in theaters. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. GoldenEye. <laughs> there it is. After that podcast, we're kind of at a standstill. So maybe if some of our fans would give us some input, we'll decide which way to go. Uh, we're pondering doing another For Your Eyes Only that month, or maybe changing it up and doing a review podcast on a non-Bond film, but Bond-related film. I like that. So I, I think we need to like change a, it up because, you know, 
I think our I like the four year eyes only. I like where we're going mm-hmm. with it. I think there's still room for improvement. We've talked about those improvements. Yeah. I I just I like expanding our boundaries a little bit and and I really like our review format. So I would like to, you know, stay fluid and stay done. You know, I don't want to get stuck in a rut because you get stuck in a rut right. and that's the first thing you do. It's like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. And Scott's been pressuring me to do a review of the book. Yes. So at, at some point we'll get there. I keep dodging it and and trying to uh, postpone that as much I, as I possible. But... I understand that. So let me just tell you, though, what, I'm, I'm listening to the books. Okay, because when I, when I, have a, I have a pretty substantial commute to work. Not real substantial, but a pretty good amount. So I actually have Audible, and I'm listening to the books on Audible. And uh-huh. live and let die, man. Let me tell you what. I'm on book two. Woo! That was a different time. That was a different time, man. Let me tell you yeah. what. Yeah. So I'm looking it forward. It was a very different time. I'm looking forward to talking to you about that book. Okay. Yeah. That'll be, I, I know you've been texting me a lot about that, so I, I think that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, send us a tweet, send us an email to any of our listeners on what you think you would like to listen to next. Um, if we get overwhelming that everyone's like, hey, I keep deep diving into a Bond film, we'll do that. If uh, we get some responses like, hey, it would be interesting to hear your guys' take and um, interacting with another review. So, you know, something like a, an Austin Powers, a Thomas Crown Affair, um you know, something along those lines that I'm drawing a blank on Bourne. Uh, right now. Jason Bourne. Uh, uh, Jason Bourne, possibly. Um, one of those films that, you know, has a bondish tie, but not necessarily, um, obviously, a Bond film. Um, in the meantime, you can download all our podcasts on a number of places. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean. You can stream it from our site. Um, make sure you tell your friends. I don't know. Where else can you find us, Scott? Hey, you know, just Google us. You know, we're out there. We're, we're pretty much on it. No, seriously, we're on everything. You know, get. Yeah, I, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Yeah, you know, so just, uh, you know, at Bonding Over Bond, Bonding Over Bond at gmail.com. You probably know all this stuff if you're here. You know, great. So if you've listened bonding to over bond. Com, We'll take you there. Take you to everything. So that's pretty much where it's at. All right. And as we said earlier in the podcast, um, thanks for being here and, you know, thanks for putting up with the hiatus as, you know, we were both dealing with, you know, big changes of life, mm-hmm. as I'm sure everyone can imagine. Scott, you know, ha- having a new addition and getting prepared for um, fitting a, a new child, um, having a family of five now. And then, you know, me with a move and, um, you know, a different job position, you know, life life comes at you. And, you know, obviously the podcast kind of kind of got put in the back burner but we're we're back we're trying to make a push we're still here um tip of the hat to scott with uh finding some time to do a podcast when he has a newborn and uh a wife probably wondering where his uh his uh, what's the word i'm looking for presence priorities are <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. i'm sure i'm sure i'll hear about it yeah gotta find gotta find balance so at that point remember a happy wife is a happy life or is, is that it, what it is? Is it, a, is it a happy life? Is it a happy wife? Is it, it's one, yeah. one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, that's going well for you. <laughs> Thank you. Until next time. Shake it. Don't stir it.
Bonding Over Bond will return next time in For Your Eyes Only. You okay with it's that? Good, uh... Yeah. Okay. It's a good chat. I thought it was a good, good time frame. Um, all right, so stop. Are you stopping now? You stop? Okay, stop.